You're listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer with Gina Militia, one of Australia's leading portrait celebrity and lifestyle photographers. With over 25 years' experience in the industry, Gina is a pro photographer who regularly travels the world shooting for some of the country's top magazines and advertisers. She is author of four best-selling books on photography, runs workshops and mentors aspiring photographers all around the world. In conversation with journalist, interviewer and budding amateur photographer Valerie Koo, Gina reveals what it takes to build a successful photography business, provides a sneak peek into life behind the lens and talks about her tips and techniques to get the perfect shot. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 273 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo and I'm here with Gina Militia. How are you, Gina? I'm great, Val. How are you going? I'm good. What's happening in Gina world? Oh, I've just come back from like a two-hour walk, which was beautiful wow. along okay. the river. And uh, I think you need to do that. I think it's very important to find ways to alleviate stress and have a break, no yes. phone, no way to, for people to contact you and not thinking about, you know, all the stuff that stresses us out. So I just feel really calm and relaxed after that. You went but- without your phone. I take my phone, but I turn it off. I've actually um, worked very hard in the last little while at like trying to get that phone because it it is addictive. So I've actually Mm. taken Facebook and Instagram off my phone uh, deliberately because I don't have any self-control. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been doing that and then um, or just trying to limit my time, screen time, because it's too much. You can't, the body can't cope. So, yeah, and doing things like that, going on nice walks in the country uh, makes me happy, Val. What about you? Okay, well, yes, um, and for any new listeners, this isn't really about, you know, wellness or stress-free walks in the country. You are listening to a photography podcast and this week's topic is Turn Your Passion Project into Success with Romain Thierry. And uh, we will get to that very soon. He has got some amazing, Mm. amazing images and such an amazing story. But first, you have an interesting link for us. Yeah, this is fantastic. So um, the the interview that I've done with Roman is about you know finding that uh, that turning your passion project to success, and I think it's really important to do these personal projects. But it's 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 pointless doing a personal project where you think what's going to go viral or what's going to get the most likes Uh, Mm. because there's something that happens in the energy of that image or having that commitment to keep going back and finding more images, uh, you kind of will lose your steam on that. So I think it's really important to find something that you are interested in and only you uh, are going to like something in a particular way like no other person and have a way of sharing that. And there is uh, something that I found uh, from a photographer who does extreme macro photos of Mm – fungi fungi mushrooms in the forest that are 
out of this world. So, you know, here's someone who can show us something that we've never seen or would never think to look for. So, you know, often, yes, when you're walking in the forest, you might be looking at the trees or the light coming through, but you're not thinking to go up close and and look for different kinds of uh, mushrooms and and just how uh, beautiful they look. So it's Alison Pollack is the photographer's name, and I, I just... I adore these images. They're amazing. Aren't they? Amazing. We'll put the link in the show notes, um, but there's a bunch of images at uh, mymodernnet.com, but we'll put that link, uh, the direct link into the show notes. And there's a whole heap of images which, as Gina has mentioned, are extreme macro. So these are actually tiny, 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 different types of fungi, all different colours, all different shapes. And they just look like they're from another world. Yeah. But they're just extreme close-ups of um, these little things that grow in the forest and some of them are just absolutely beautiful. Aren't they? Spectacular. Yeah. So they do clever. look like they're from another planet, and and you know mm. that, that like they're doing all this research into mushrooms and how intelligent they actually are, and that they've got a way of communicating with each other. So that like mm. if there's a group of a particular mushroom on one side of the forest, they've actually got a way of signalling another group to go come over here. The soil's That's better bizarre. over here, and they can migrate. Really? Yeah. <laughs> They're amazing, okay. and these images are just outstanding. They're absolutely outstanding. They are uh, works of art, but um, you can check them out yourself. So what else is happening, Gina? So uh, I have been working closely with the gold community. We've been working on uh, putting quotes together for commercial gigs. For There's one photographer in there that's uh, just landed, a, I think, a national camp, a campaign with a national um, company. So that's fantastic. Brilliant. And uh, lighting diagrams for various different photo shoots. So what happens is the Goldies will have a, a, a shoot that they're planning on doing and then we can workshop uh, the best ways to light that and you know think also like the quotes lots of food photography going on in there at the moment for some reason too which is uh fantastic to see and we're also working on getting uh editing skills up to that commercial level so that the photos really stand out from the pack so working on a whole heap of new uh tutorials as well val yeah, and the tutorial library is such a fantastic resource for anyone who is into photography because Gina goes through, I mean, Gina's just got a great way of explaining anything from Lightroom to Photoshop to lighting to, you know, posing. It's an incredible wealth of information. If you'd like to find out more about the Gold community, have a listen to this. This podcast is brought to you by the Gold community. One of the great things about being part of the community is exactly that, the community. The feedback and support you get from fellow members of the Gold community at ginamilitia.com is invaluable. I asked Natalie Ord about this. What has your experience been with the Gold community and uh, what advice would you have for any of the uh, listeners who might be thinking about joining? Uh, Well, it's been great having all of your Uh, tutorials to access but again um, some of the work for me I've got to keep it somewhat confidential and because it's a closed community I can put it up there and get feedback for people so I love that Um, so that is really helpful because often when you're staring at things for a while 
you, you can't see things and just having that different perspective. But the, the range of skills that people are in the gold community is fantastic. So, and you learn from everyone regardless of their skill level. Thanks to you and Val and the rest of the community for just being so generous with your time and your knowledge. It really, really is amazing. It's like no other place. So thank you so much. It's uh, a credit to you guys and my work and my uh, growth is attributed to participating in the community. If you'd like to find out more about the Gold community, just go to genomilitia.com and click on Join the Community. All right, let's move on to this week's topic about turning your passion project to a great success. And we're chatting with Romain Thierry. So, Gina, tell us. Yeah, I mean, I stumbled on Romain's work uh, 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 like a few weeks ago and it just honestly stopped me in my tracks. It's so beautiful. And so I love it when that happens, when you you discover a new photographer and, Mm. uh, you know, Uh, I'm so glad he came on to talk about his work. So he's a self-taught photographer and he travels the world photographing pianos in abandoned mansions. And uh, the images, you you look at them and you think, oh, it's set up. None of the images are staged. He will shoot the image how he sees it. So, I mean, he first stumbled across an uh, – a piano in an abandoned castle in like back in 2009 and mm. that started his obsession uh you know photographing these like eerie and beautiful images and 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 then what started as something that he's that he was just passionate about because uh he loves pianos and mm. his mother used to photograph abandoned locations as well so like that that's mm. the connection there and then he was do, doing it just out of the love well what happens when you photograph something that you so into and you love mm. it and you continue to do it then suddenly other people started to notice as well and so now he's received like multiple awards and exhibitions around the world licensing deals and commissions with prominent brands like Steinway and Sons couldn't get a better piano brand than that to be working with and also musicians wanting to be photographed uh, by him as well it's a fantastic interview and he goes into um, how he got into photography and he really shares in so much detail his process of scouting out these locations and the actual he runs through the entire shoot and he he does it so well that you feel like you're there with him and uh, all the like his favorite pianos to discover so and and all the um the way that he shoots the gear that he uses he runs us through everything this is one of my like probably top 10 favorite interviews that i've done i really enjoyed it so shall we have a listen Absolutely. Let's have a listen to Roman Thierry. Roman Thierry, welcome to the show. How are you going? Thank you. I'm going away. Thank you very much. I, sorry I butchered your name. Um, my French is not fantastic. My English is not fantastic, some people will say. Uh, I did uh, French up until year nine in school. I think I failed. The only thing I can remember is um, set un stylo. Is that right? This is a pen. That's all I can remember uh, from my pen. French. Yeah. 
it's okay. not gonna it's not gonna get me very far in the world. But um, your no. your your English is actually better than mine, so I do appreciate you coming on. Um, your images are absolutely beautiful. They stopped me in my tracks when I I first um saw them. Just so beautiful. Um, when you first uh, stumbled into an, an abandoned building and uh, you saw that uh, first piano, how how did you feel? What was that like for you? It was in 2008, I think. Yeah, more than 10 years now. And so I just came back from my Australian trip. And my mom, is, she's a photographer as well, and she works on abandoned places as well. Uh-huh. And when I came uh-huh. back from Australia, I say, okay, I want to come with you and see some places with you. So I've been with her in 2008. And since a few buildings, uh, I found one with the piano inside. Uh-huh. was in 2009. Uh-huh. So it was this day I decided to do this project and to find all the forgotten pianos in Europe. But at the beginning, you know, I'm a pianist at the beginning. Yeah. So that's why I'm focused on the piano. So you studied piano as a boy? Yeah, I studied piano 15 years in a, in a school. Classical piano? Yeah, classical piano, yeah. All right. And you've got and your mum is a photographer. So what sort of photography does your mum do? Uh, same as me, but without pianos. Uh-huh. And is that <laughs> so, her, her profession? Uh, not really. She's trying to, but it's a bit tough. But but her love is for abandoned places and obviously that's uh, been passed on to to you. So did you, uh, when she was out looking for these abandoned places, did you go with her on on those trips? Yeah, uh, at the beginning a lot. Yeah. Now it's different. But at the beginning, yes, always. We were always with her at the beginning. And I'm interested to know um, what you do. How do you find these places? I mean, um, is it something that you do a, a Google search? Is it via things that you hear? How, how do you know that you're going to travel to a location and find anything? I okay. mean, obviously it, now there's people telling you, but but 10 yeah. years ago that wasn't the case. How, how did that work? It was really hard at yeah. the beginning. So um, I'm born in southwest of France. So first I start in this part because I know the countryside yeah. Uh, yeah. more and I know people a bit uh, in this area. So I start there. There are a lot of castles everywhere, more than 100 wow. in this, in this mm. area. So certain are used and some not. So um, first I start like that. I say, okay, I go to the castle in ruin around me and after i'm gonna search on google earth i use a lot google earth again Uh uh, Mm -hmm. to find the 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 places i can see the rooftop and the garden so it can help a bit if i saw a castle with a broken rooftop i can say okay it's abandoned so i will go and we'll check it was like that at the beginning and after i meet some other people all around the world we do the same thing, so we chat a lot and share some things and new and and yeah, it's stuff like that. How 
So, so there's obviously there's a group of people. I'd say a large group of people that are fascinated yeah. by abandoned buildings. Uh, I'm yeah. included in that. There's just something beautiful about uh, the building when it's in in decay. How, yeah. how do you um, get access to the buildings? Because are some are they boarded up? Are there fences? How do you get in legally? <laughs> uh, it's not really legally, you know. Yeah. Um, it's all open. Yeah. Um, I really want to do it like that. I don't want to break something or a window door. I don't want to do that. So I just get in if it's all open. But uh-huh. sometimes you have to climb a little bit, like a, uh, the gate or something. But but I want the castle or the villa I photograph uh, all open all the time. But it's not it's not so hard, honestly. <laughs> So you can just – there are these abandoned villas all over the place. Do you know the history of many of them, like who was there, why they left? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I always try to find an history, but after I, I photograph the place, I don't want to read the story before, so uh, always after. <laughs> because if I read the story before, it can change my mind inside and maybe I will – don't feel safe about something and so I don't want to read it before so always after and have there been any occasions where you've gone somewhere taken the photos and then left and then found something out about the building that shocked or surprised you yeah surprised sometimes uh, most of them in Italy because of the story of the country uh-huh. and uh, I don't like the the kind of hospital or something like that I don't feel really safe about it. And when I read what happened, uh, sometimes I say, okay, I've been inside, but oh, oh, hopefully I didn't know the story before. So, so the, okay, so without knowing the story, have you noticed yep. that when you go into some of the places, um, because I, I, I think that every home, every house, every building has a different energy when you walk in yeah. and there are some places where you just walk in and you immediately feel what something's happened here that's not good uh that there's a coldness to it have you noticed that has have any of the places kind of been a bit creepy just with the the energy there and you, you don't know why until you read the story afterwards yeah yeah sometimes and for example i've been in austria like uh, last week mm-hmm. and i've been to a house and i don't feel safe even in in the outside the places was open so i've been inside and say oh my god it's like the the people died there there are all the stuff everywhere so i don't feel safe when when you can see all the tracks of people inside like the photo of the family and everything like that i don't feel safe and because I always think about what happened here, why we left all the things here. So this is the kind of place I don't really like to go inside. Uh huh. And did you find out what happened in that place? No, no. no. It was a, a small house, so it's difficult to read to find a story about. And it's just like uh, one day they were there, and then and then they left. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so for a lot of the images, I noticed that like many of them on the inside, um, 
aside from the age that's decayed, the walls and they're starting to crumble, they're very clean, pristine, like if the, like a lot of the abandoned um, places here in Australia, especially in the cities, have a lot of uh, graffiti or there's people living in them, like squatters and things like that. Uh, is that not the is it more is there more respect in Europe for the for, for abandoned buildings? Why are they so pristine looking? Because they do look like movie sets to me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, it depends on the country as well. Um, I think Italy or Germany are, are most respectful about the the heritage, maybe more than than France and Belgium for me. I think there is a lot of graffiti in France and Belgium, but um, most of the time the room where the piano are are always clean. It's like people respect the the instrument and the and the room. So I I can't really explain why. Yeah. But but I can see a lot of graffiti as well. But trying to, not to shoot it. <laughs> so so some of the you just avoid the walls that have graffiti. Yeah, sometimes yes, yeah, I'm trying to do that. All right, so, but but obviously it's a, a, a cultural thing. So uh, obviously uh, the, the the ones in in Italy uh, are better kept, and then there's other countries. What's the worst kept country that you found so far? Whether the most run down or disrespected? Um, Belgium, maybe. Really? Yeah, no, I think so. Today, because Belgium, it's most in Belgium, it's a lot of industrial places. So I think a lot of people go there to, to make graffitis and because France is more, uh, it's castle everywhere. Italy yeah. is a lot of villas. Belgium is a lot of industrial things. So it's different. So maybe that's why in Belgium I found more graffitis. Right. So. And so like you've got the, you've got a system where you're obviously you're using, um, Google and or, or inside information. Are many yep. of these buildings that you're visiting are they are they right off the beaten track? Is it like a lot of travel to get to these? Are they in isolated locations? Um, the question is if if I travel a lot to go Do, to the places. They, when you find these places, are most of them like they're not in the middle of the city? They're not. They, they, they don't no. seem to be places that are easy to get to. They're 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 isolated. They're far away. Or, or yeah, not, or not on a main road. No, no, I don't go inside the city because yeah. I know inside the city there's a lot of security. Maybe for people not to get in. Yeah. So I don't go inside the city. And I can meet a lot of people in the city as well, uh, maybe living inside or not. I don't really know. So I only go far away from the city and yeah, on the countryside most of the time. Right. So mm. and and so they they're usually um, these these beautiful mansions and villas because a lot of them look uh, like the families that lived in them were quite wealthy. Yeah. And so and but but they're isolated. They're far away. Yeah, they're always far away. You know, when you find a castle, it's always far away and you have a lot of forest around something. It's always like a kind of thing like that. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's far away from the city, always. 
I can't imagine how exciting it must be to like a. There must be uh, some times when it was like just a big disappointment, but then there must have been highlights. So, can you give me an example of one of the places that you visit that just really surprised you? You didn't expect to find it, and another one where it was disappointing. Um. Well, a <laughs> <laughs> question. Um. Disappointing, it happened a lot, of yeah. course, if thing is closed. So sometimes I travel a lot with my car and to, to see, oh, I'm sure there's a piano here. And I'm, I'm come and say, okay, all is closed, the door is closed, and there is somebody is watching. So I ask the, the people sometimes if I can get inside. They say, no, 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 you don't have to go inside. Uh, maybe the roof is falling down on you and I can have some problems. So, okay. That, that, that's why I'm disappointed of that. If I travel a lot for a piano and I say, okay, I, I have to go back to France. But, but honestly, never really happened to me. It's always open. And the places I prefer, I see one in Poland where I've been. And I know it's a big palace in Poland. So I've been there and the door were closed in front of me. And there's like an old guy walking on the garden and I go to see him. He doesn't speak English, but it's like he understands why I'm here. And so I show some photos, piano, he said, oh, I'll come with you. And he told me all the story about the, the palace and there is a wonderful piano inside. Yeah. Wonderful one. I was really happy to to meet people like that. Mm. Yeah, that that would be amazing. That would be amazing. So, or that so on average when you when you plan these trips, um <laughs> are you trying to do like are you going to to find just one or are you trying to get if you go to a country you're going to try and get 3 or 4? Yeah, no, not not one. Except if if it's in France, I can go for one yeah. because it's my country, so I can go for one. Um, but next week I told you I was in Austria. I've yep. been in Austria because I have eight pianos. That's why I've been. Oh, so you got uh, eight in Austria. Yeah, yeah eight. Wow. Eight. Okay. And, yeah, but at, at least three. If I have three pianos on the same country, I will go. Mm. And, and But less, maybe not. So how many countries have you visited so <laughs> far? Oh, <laughs> uh, 10 or 12, maybe. Yeah, but most of the time I'm going to Germany, uh, France and Poland because this is the piano country. So right. that's why I, I go to Germany most of the time. Yeah. And, and yeah, I've been to Romania, Bulgaria, Ukraine as well, Spain, Portugal, uh Slovenia, Italy, Austria, Germany, Poland, Czech Republic. Uh, yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I forgot one. That's a lot, though. That's amazing. And you were talking about going to other country, other countries as well. Uh, have you yeah. got your sights set on other places around the world? Yeah, I want to go a bit out of Europe now. Yeah. So I'll go to USA. It's a trip I... Um, I'm doing, I'm working on it since two years and I really want to go there, but USA is a huge country. So yeah. I really 
have to work before to be sure the places are open or to be sure there is a piano inside. So it's a lot of work yeah. for USA. Yeah. Uh, it's different traveling in USA. It's like traveling in your country. <laughs> if well, you go huge. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You, you said you spent eight months in Australia 10 uh, years ago. Is that right? You did the East Coast and Darwin and uh, Ayers Rock as well. Yeah. We might have but, some uh, abandoned pianos here. I'm going to look out for you now. I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to find some as well, but, but I can't find any. can't find any. Yeah. I've contacted Australia as well with like piano companies, yeah. and and they say, oh, we didn't find quite often piano like that. Uh, but sure, they are, you have some pianos in each country. There must so. be, but it'd be a little bit harder to find them as well. Um, I want to ask you about your process uh, when you're going in. So, what what um, what gear are you using to to shoot these pianos with? So I use only Sony yep. since a long time now. So Sony Alpha 7R2 uh-huh. and the lens is a wild angle. Yeah. I always use that to have all the room and, and the atmosphere inside. So it's 16 millimeter. Yeah, that's very wide. And, and have you got a time of day that you prefer to shoot interiors? Mm, yeah, only in the morning and only on the winter. Oh, when the sun is low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and rather than uh, – are you shooting long exposures? Because, like, I'm noticing that you are picking up the dust and the particles in the air, which gives a real atmosphere to the shots, and then you're blowing out the background. So it's lovely that you're not reverting to HDR or doing anything no, tricky. No flash. No, it's no, all no. natural. It's beautiful. And I think it uh, adds – adds to the the beauty of these images. So are you shooting uh, with a tripod as well? Yeah, with a tripod. It's only long exposure all the yeah. time, around around two or eight seconds. Yeah, depending because on really the time dark, of the day. It's really dark inside. You have doors closed and everything. and Yeah, it's really dark. So I need sometimes I need 30 seconds or maybe more sometimes. So it's in yeah. winter. Uh, would you be working in uh, conditions where it's snowing and cold? Yeah, I start in autumn yeah. uh, all year and the winter as well. It's not because of the atmosphere. Uh, I like the like a bit of blue tones. Uh-huh. I don't really like the light on summer. If you go to Italy on summer at seven o'clock, it's already the sun is too hard already at seven in the morning so um, yeah i prefer to work with soft light like 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 the light you can see in the morning in the winter yeah so you're getting in there early in the morning uh to these buildings so does that mean you get in the night before and like is the is it one trip or are you going twice are you going in and just straight in and get the shot or do you go and then go back and um I go inside during the night. Oh, yeah, really? around yeah, around six o'clock, something like that. Because I want the I want to see the the, the first light coming in the building. So around six or seven, it depends on the country. And I wait inside until the light is coming out and Wait, wait, six and, in the morning you get there? 
Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. In the dark. Yeah. In an abandoned building. Yes. Um. All right. I'm already uh, scared to death. Are you by yourself? I go alone. Oh, and- my God. And I imagine that, like, the gardens aren't manicured anymore, so there's, like, overgrown trees. It's dark. Yeah. No one's been in this place. <laughs> That's crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but when you love something, of I course. think you're going crazy about That must be I, – I know, like, if I put aside my own fears of going into an abandoned building in the countryside of another country at in the dark, <laughs> um, are you bringing your car right up to the house if you can or are you parking on the road? How does all that work? Because – like, do you, do you think of an escape if you need to, to like, just in case yeah. there's someone there? Yeah. I always park my car far away uh, because I, I don't want to put my car in front of the building. To alert maybe, people. Maybe it's no problem or nothing, but I don't know what can happen. Maybe somebody see me and say, no, you don't have to, to be there or call the police or something like that. Yeah. So, um, so I always park my car not so far, but maybe 100 meter after the, the building, something like that. Yeah. Uh, on the park, something. And after I walk and I try to find an entrance, it's always easy for me for the moment. Yeah. So I just go inside and wait. But when I, when I go inside, I just wait on the room because it's too dark and I don't want to fall down on something. Uh, so I just wait. I wait one hour. Yeah. Until the light starts to come. What are you using to see? Uh, are you using, do you have a torch or do you don't want to attract any attention? Yeah, I, I have a torch. You have a no. torch. And so often no. I imagine that the floor isn't like some of the floor may have caved in or there are um, instances where the roof, it's it like, this sounds very dangerous. Yeah, it is. It is. If somebody wants to do that, do something like me, he, he has to be very careful yeah. about it. Thing, everything because the, the ground can falling down and the roof as well yeah and you don't really know so yeah it's very dangerous it is very it is. very dangerous because you know yeah. there's no power you can't see you could fall down like into the basement through the floor sometimes you know or yeah. or the wall it just takes like someone walking into the wrong building and that roof does cave in yeah, and if you fall down inside the building like that, you, you can stay two months alone. And no one knows you're there. No one yeah. knows you're there. No one can hear you scream. <laughs> oh, my God. So I imagine um, the adrenaline that must be going through your body, A, for um, there must be, even though you've done this a lot, you still must have some fear but also the excitement of the discovery because you actually don't know what you're about to see. Is that right? So you're watching it kind of appear before your very eyes as the sun's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's different emotion when you, when you, you, you are always uh, a bit of fear when you get inside, even yeah. since yeah. I do that since 10 years now, uh, it's always stressed out a bit yeah. when you get in because you don't know what can happen if there is somebody or you don't really know. So it's always stressed out. And But when you find 
when I found the piano, everything is forgotten. So yeah. I'm feeling the joy. Happy. It must be. It just must yeah. be amazing. And so, is there or is there an example of of one that you can give me where you've walked into the room and like it was beyond your wildest dreams? Is there a favorite discovery? Uh, can you repeat, please? Sorry. So, has there Sorry. been a time when you've gone into a building? Obviously, it's yeah. dark. Is there one yeah. that you? It, it's just the best of all of them. It's been your favorite, just because it was so beautiful. What you saw, the, the, the favorite one. Yeah, the favorite one is in Paris. Yeah. It's close to Paris. Yeah, and it's it's um it's like a, a small castle in Paris. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been there six times now <laughs> because I love it. Yeah. I want to buy the house. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I love it so much. And um, uh, this is one I sent you, I think. Um, can you describe it so I can find it in the show notes? Cause... Yeah. There is a piano and there is a staircase yes. behind. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. That, that's my favorite. It's beautiful. Um, How big is that? Uh, it's a castle, is it? Yeah, it's a small castle. It's not so big. Right. Um, it's around Paris. In, it's in Paris area. It's not in the town, of course, yeah. but it's a bit far. Um, but it's still in, near Paris. And yeah, this is a small castle. And so first time I've been there, I was in 2014. Yeah. And you have to climb a big wall to get inside. And after it was so dark and I just wait and... There's a bit of strange things because it was was on my first places. Yeah. And and you found this wonderful grand piano. This the that's the only one I found like that. It's yeah. a really grand piano. It's not like small piano. You you it's understand what I mean? Full size. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and you see this wonderful staircase like that. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. That's why I've been six times there. And if I can go back, I will go back again. And the light in that image is sublime. What time was that image taken? Um, it was in the morning. I was early. Like, yeah, early in the morning. Always like that, if I can do. I can see that it's very, very soft light uh, yeah. in, in all those images. Uh, so... They, like when I look at these images, they're beautiful on their own and obviously the, all the buildings are amazing and I can see that like from these, how how did you get um, discovered? How, how did people start finding out about these images? Uh, you told me when, when people see the images, right? How did people first find... Um, your work how how did you you how were you discovered like did you share these images in a blog was it your yes, website was there an exhibition because um, like from now it's you've had exhibitions all over the world you've got a book yeah now yes yeah, it's, it's it's big. but how did that start um it starts with magazines uh-huh oh, honestly um uh, I con first I contact the magazine first. Yeah, uh, it was four years ago maybe. Yeah, to to share a bit of my work and see what people think about, and because I do that on my own at the beginning and say okay I want to show what I what I did with the pianos, so I start with the magazine, and after I make some 
small exhibition around where I live in Montpellier. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, start to do that and and more and more and more and more magazine after write to me change a bit. At the beginning, I write to to the magazine and now yes. they write. Yes. <laughs> and, and same with exhibition. So yeah, I use my website as well and social media like Instagram most. Yeah, but it was really, uh, it started very small. It started with you doing the work for, you didn't, I mean, I don't imagine that you set out to do this to think, I'm going to be famous photographing pianos. I think you did it. I can see that it was came from a, an honest place. Uh, yeah. You just loved the work, right? Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I love the piano and yeah. love the, the forgotten places. So, yeah, it's my, it's my life. It's my two passions together. So, yeah, it's my see- life. So I, I just do that to, to do something I like. And it, not like love. I, I can see, like I can see, like yeah, in every like love, image, yeah. every image that I look at, the 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 it's a love affair. It's like a love letter to each piano to me. It's, it's like I've never seen anything like it. They're just so beautiful. They really are, and it, it just like the love oozes out of uh, every image, and they're just um, so beautifully done. So I think it was. When you, someone puts out beautiful work like that, people can't help but notice. So it's like it's taken on a life of its own and the word has spread. So now right. you've got a book. There's another book coming out next year, 2020, which will be a new collection of images. So yeah. the first book sold out. With, that was a, a limited edition. But you've yeah, also it was got – the edition. Yep. Um, I sold every book in if, one year. That's so fantastic. it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm working on a new one yep. for 2020, but it will be something a bit different. I can tell you a bit yeah. <laughs> about, not yeah. all, but I'm recording the sounds of the piano and photograph, and Ooh. I'm gonna work with um, a girl in UK. With uh, she's a composer, and we're gonna do like music with the sounds of the abandoned pianos so maybe i'm gonna put this on the new book as well so that's why who will play you um no the composer the composer will play the piano yeah Yeah, we we just record all the sounds and we're trying to do something with the sounds of these pianos and yeah, that's the thing I want to do since a long time now, but I can do it alone because it's not really my work. I'm a photographer and yeah. a pianist. I'm not a composer. Or... Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, that's, I can't wait. That sounds amazing. The, the thing that I would love to see or I'm interested to see because I don't think I will ever find myself in an abandoned building at 6 a.m. is that moment <laughs> when the light comes in and lights up the piano. Have you ever thought to film that moment? No, never. No. No. I never did a movie or something, no. That would no, be never. beautiful. Yeah, yeah that, you're right. You're with right. The, with the soundtrack in the background – the music yeah. and the the light coming in and lighting up and and then the final image. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I have to put on the a video or something. Yeah, you're but, right. But but you could film and shoot at the same time. Yeah, 
Yeah, of course. So you yeah. set up the camera, set it to movie because you're not going to take an image until what? It, it's seven a.m. It takes an hour yeah. for the light to come. But that that moment while you're waiting, and then you and then you take the image, and then you've had you've got a video where it goes from video to the still and the final image. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Yeah, good idea. I think that would be beautiful because then we could all share in that beautiful moment that you get without having to risk our lives. You can do it for I us. Know, I'd love to see that. I really would. <laughs> I and, will thank you. To and you. <laughs> so, <laughs> what sort of opportunities have you had um, uh, from this moving forward? So, before this, like you were self taught, you taught yourself photography, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, your mother's had a little bit of influence in that. It's like I guess it's in your blood, really. Yeah. But but um, from doing this personal project, uh, what sort of uh, other opportunities in photography have you been approached by uh, advertising agencies to work with other companies? I imagine there's piano companies wanting to work with you as well or license those images. Yeah. So. Um... It was thanks to the exhibition and everything happened with my work. So I've been in contact with a pianos company, like very famous one, like yeah. Steinway yeah. Son, maybe yeah. you know. Yes. And a, a French one as well, it's called Playel. Um, yeah, I'm going to work uh, for him. And I make exhibition there as well in Germany, Steinway and Son. Amazing. And... And now it changed a bit. I have a lot of pianists uh, walking to me and they say, oh, I want a shooting from you. And so it's going to be a bit different now, but I'm really happy with what happened. Yeah, because I'm I, amazing. Yeah, and I stay with the instrument and that's the thing I want to do. I don't want to do over photographies. I just want to shoot pianos exactly. or pianists. <laughs> So, yeah. so do these um, pianists want to be photographed um, in abandoned buildings themselves, or it's just a, a different style? They want to be with their their own pianos, or are they, uh, do they want to both. go on location? Because I'm looking at these um, locations and thinking that look amazing with someone in it as well. You know? Yeah. So it's both, honestly. Mm. Uh, I've got a pianist from UK. Uh, where well, um, photograph him in the in the building mm. with the forgotten pianos, and I have other pianists they just say no, I want I want my piano, so so I just photograph them with the the their pianos on the stage or something like that. Yeah, but both both of them is and different. And when you shoot your portraits, do you like to c continue on that simple theme that you're working in? Are you shooting with daylight or are you using artificial light? No, daylight. Daylight. And, yeah. yeah. Because they want me because of that. that that's your style. And so the yeah. ultimate compliment for a photographer is to be asked to take a photo in the style that they use. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the best. Yeah. That's the best that you yeah. can ask for, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, only daylight. I don't want to use artificial light. I don't really know how to use them, honestly. <laughs> So oh, you don't need to know. I think it'd so. ruin it if you if you used flash or anything. It do, it doesn't need it. It's just the simplicity and the the beautiful beauty of those uh, soft yeah. shadows. It, it, everything about your images is amazing. So, um, aside from your trip to America, what what else? What what else have you got planned? 
What's next for you? Uh, USA sure Cuba. Cuba definitely. Uh, you're gonna love Cuba. Oh my god. Yeah, I really want to go there, and it, that that's a um, a country country of music as well. So yes. I'm sure to find some pianos. I'm definitely, sure about definitely. Uh, so I need I need more time before to go there. I need to work a lot on it as well. I have to find somebody there. I think who know the country. Yeah. 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 I need to find somebody. Maybe somebody working on the music or. Or music school or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know the country, you know what happened with the music in Cuba. So you can say, oh, there is a place here. No, there is a piano or other kind of instruments. Yeah. So I need to work on that. First, I have to find somebody there who live there and work there in the music. Yeah. So that's the, the goal. <laughs> yeah. I can connect you to a photographer there uh, that I worked with and that might be a really? start and she, she might be able to find – uh, someone in the uh, for sure because she she got me into some amazing locations. So uh, I'll give oh. you that. I'll give you that once we finish this call. So that that sounds so exciting, um, and it all sounds amazing. Where can people see your work? Um, online is in my website. Yep. And um, for the exhibition, the next one will be in Paris in December. Yep. If somebody are traveling to France, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna sign with a gallery, uh, a full time exhibition in Tel Aviv. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. So it's gonna start in December or January as well. And is and there any plans to travel the show to other places in the world to to send it to other countries so that we can all see it without traveling? Uh, <laughs> Canada. Canada, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I hope to be in Australia one day. Yes, so. definitely. Right. You have to come back because you never got to Melbourne, did you? No, no. No, I've never been there. Yeah, well, never. there might be some abandoned um, pianos here. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I hope so. I'm sure about uh, where <laughs> this is so big country so. all right so we have <laughs> listeners from all over the world so hopefully there might be uh, a few people listening that actually know of something maybe. that m- they can um, maybe send you a message via your website or via your instagram if they know of yeah. somewhere you know it works like that now it for is. example Austria, it was only people from Austria write yeah. to me and yeah. say, I know a place is here and with a piano. And now, now it works like that. Um, I'm really happy to become a bit famous. Yeah. And, uh, and now people just write to me. Yeah. And they want to help me on this project. So, so I'm really happy with that. That's fantastic. Well, I wish you great success and, uh, again, congratulations on this body of work. Honestly, it's been a long time since I've uh, seen images like this that have had such an effect. You've inspired me and, um, yeah, I I do thank you for your time and uh, all the best for for the next uh, Hunting Across America in Cuba. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I can't (laughs) wait to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wow, what a great story. I mean, and also who knew that there were so many abandoned pianos in derelict buildings? I mean, I know. 
Aren't they beautiful? Amazing. These buildings are amazing. I don't know if I would have the guts to follow him in the middle of the night uh, and into these abandoned buildings. I mean, uh, that would freak me out actually. Yeah. But but he ends up with some pretty fantastic shots as a result. He does. And there's a a great lesson there in, you know, the way that he will Mm. wait for the light and then watch and wait for the right moment. And uh, he's got a fantastic Facebook page where he shares the stories behind the images and, you know, you can see that, like, at first look he did, he doesn't like an image and then the light will change and suddenly it illuminates the uh, the piano and the room and everything changes. So it is. It's all about the light. Location is important as well, but the light can completely change it. And also um, – having his amazing vision to see and and the work involved and then the fear factor too, which is level a thousand as far yes. as I'm concerned. So, so well done. <laughs> there are we've got some images in the show notes over at GinaMilitia.com and they're just jaw dropping. Uh, but of course you can go straight to Romance uh, website. That's R O M A I N Vanelli. Thierry is T H I E R Y dot fr or also his instagram which is just his name um but great stuff Hmm. right now so let's move on to aussie slang of the week what is it gino (laughs) okay uh it's something is cactus cactus so now people might think that this is a plant some vegetation which is found in a desert but no or in an arid place but no in australia it's something else something is cactus like my uh i went to uh take my car for a spin but it's cactus fowl which Mm. means it's broken so broken. if something is broken, it's cactus. Or you can actually refer to you had a big night last night, Val. I'm cactus. <laughs> I'm cactus. It means yes. I'm broken. So let's see you uh, put that into a sentence and you can yeah, do maybe that. Maybe <laughs> your lens isn't working for you, so yeah. your lens is cactus. Yeah. So yeah. And don't get that confused with caca. That's no. something completely different. That's what we different. use for poor quality of lighting is caca, but mm. that's not broken. That's just poor quality. It's mm. so different to caca cactus. We should start our own dictionary. All right, fantastic. I hope you enjoy using Aussie slang of the week this week. So, Gina, um, where do we find you online? You can find me at ginamilitia.com. So that's G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A. I'm on all social media at Gina Militia. So say hello. And also, if you want to uh, send me an email, you can do that at news at ginamilitia.com. I'm also in the So You Want to Be a Photographer Facebook community group. Uh, so join there. And if you want to take your photography to the next level and you'd like to be mentored by me, then check out the goal community. Just go to ginamilitia.com and click on join the community. What about you, Val? You'll find me at Valerie Koo, that's K-H-O-O, on Twitter and Instagram and over at ValerieKoo.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we look forward to chatting to you again next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources, and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit GinaMilitia.com.